bestbookbits.com brings you the book summary by one of our volunteers and contributors, Leslie. Now, if you want to be a volunteer or contributor and contribute to doing audio book summaries, email me at info at bestbookbits.com. On with the book summary. Hope you enjoy from Leslie. Positivity. Discover the upward spiral that will change your life. Barbara Fredrickson, Ph.D. Positivity by Barbara Fredrickson is about the science of positive mind states and how they can help us bounce back from setbacks, make meaningful connection with others, improve our health, and help us become the best versions of ourselves. The book does basically two things. Number one, it explains why positivity, meaning positive mind states, such as gratitude, hope, interest, amusement, or joy, optimizes our brains and bodies for peak performance. Number two, it illustrates methods to increase the amount of positivity we experience in life. This is a science-based book and has nothing to do with the kind of positive thinking regarding like the law of attraction would advocate. If you are into positive psychology, the science of well-being and flourishing, or just want to improve your life or become happier, this book has lots to offer you. Who is positivity for? Anyone interested in feeling better? Anyone who wants to live a healthier, happier, and more successful life? Anyone looking to learn about more positive emotions? Number one, what is positivity? Among our birthrights as humans is the experience of the subtle and fleeting pleasant feelings of positivity. It comes in many forms and flavors. Think of the times you feel connected to others and loved, when you feel playful, creative, or silly, when you feel blessed and at one with our surroundings, when your soul is stirred by the sheer beauty of existence, or when you feel energized and excited by a new idea or hobby. Positivity reigns whenever positive emotions like love, joy, gratitude, serenity, interest, and inspiration teach and open your heart. Barbara Fredrickson uses the term positivity to describe the experience of one or several positive emotions. In the book, she introduces us to the following 10 specific forms of positivity, joy, gratitude, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, and love. There are six facts worth knowing about these positive states. There are six facts worth knowing about these positive states. They don't last long. Good feelings come and go, much like clouds in the sky. That's natural. It's how we humans are designed. The goal isn't to cling to positivity, denying its transient nature. Rather, it's to seed more of it into your life, to increase the amount of positivity positivity you experience over time. They change how your mind works. As you're about to learn, your brain is hardwired to perform at its best during positive rather than negative feeling states. They transform your future. Although they are fleeting in the moment over time, they accrue and help your physical body, mental and psychological and social resources. They put the brakes on negativity. Positivity can literally undo the harmful after effects of stress, anxiety, and general negativity. Positivity obeys a tipping point. Once you reach a certain positivity tipping point, you create upward spirals in your life. 
Once you fall below the tipping point, you create downward spirals in your life. You can increase your positivity. The last four points will show you science-backed strategies for decreasing negativity and increasing positivity. Although each type of positivity feels unique and arises for different reasons, they are all subscribed to these same basic facts. Number two, why should you care? Positivity does so much more than simply signal the absence of negativity and health risks. It does more than signal the presence of safety and satisfaction, success, or good health. The latest scientific evidence tells us that positivity doesn't simply reflect success and health. It can produce success and health. This means that even after positivity fades, we can find traces of its impact. Beyond the present pleasant feeling, your positivity has has downstream consequences for the very trajectory of your life. Positivity spells the difference between whether you languish or flourish. Positivity offers more than merely feeling good or signaling the presence of safety and satisfaction, success, or good health. Positivity, by optimizing how your mind and bodies function, is the doorway to greater health, better relationships, improved resiliency, and more overall success in life. As Fredrickson puts it, Positivity makes the difference between languishing or flourishing. It's that important. Over the next three points, we'll look at three specific ways positivity makes you better. It broadens your mind, it builds your resources, it helps you back, bounce back from setbacks. Number three, positivity broadens your mind. Positivity broadens our minds and expands our range of vision. The effect is temporary. Just as day lilies retract when sunlight fades, so do our minds when positivity fades. Threatened with negativity, our minds constrict even further. There's no limit to how often our minds can cycle through these moments of expanded and retracted awareness. As positivity and negativity flow through us, the scope of our awareness blooms and retracts accordingly. Positivity opens us and negativity closes us. Like the lilies that bloom every time the sun comes up and close up when the sun leaves, so do we open up when positivity comes and retract when it leaves. Research shows that our field of vision literally expands when positivity courses through our veins. As your field of awareness expands, both internally and externally, you'll be able to see more, more insights, more ideas, more connections, and more creative solutions to problems. Positivity also offers and alters how you can see connections between you and others. You see unity rather than segregation. You think you are, you, we are rather than me. As a result, studies show you're less likely to act with racial bias and more likely to help people in need. This broaden effect, as Fredrickson calls it, makes you more creative, open-minded, kind, and an overall better person. Number four, positivity builds resources that transform you for the better. The effects of positivity are not random or isolated. They are predictable and sweeping. Your life is a complex tapestry of your psychological strengths, mental habits, social connections, physical health, and more. In the span of three months, positivity can change these various parts of you in beautiful synchronicity. At a deep level, positivity changes who you are, and those changes can make life itself more fulfilling. You are basically a bundle of resources, psychological, strengths, mental habits, social connections, and physical health and more. If you expand these resources, you're growing and your body gets better.
If you're reducing these resources, you're stagnating and your life gets worse. Positivity as opposed to negativity helps you build these core resources and therefore transforms you for the better in life. Let's discuss some evidence showing how positivity helps you grow psychologically, mentally, socially, and physically. Positivity builds psychological strength. Research shows that people who experience more positivity in their lives become more optimistic, more open, more resilient, more accepting, and more driven by a sense of purpose. Positivity builds good mental habits. Positivity helps you make healthy mental shifts, such as becoming more mindful of your surroundings, better at savoring what's good in your life, better at considering many different ways to reach your goals, or better at finding multiple pathways around problems. Positivity builds social connections. Positivity is like miracle growth for relationships. Fredrickson shares lots of cool research on this. In short, the more positive you are, the more and better relationships you'll build. Positivity builds physical health. Positivity predicts lower levels of stress hormones and higher levels of bond-related and growth-related hormones. Positivity sends out more opioids and dopamine, enhances immune functioning, and lowers inflammation. It literally creates a different biochemical stew. Not surprisingly, positivity brings less pain, lower blood pressure, fewer colds, better sleep, as well as lowered risks of hypertension, diabetes, or stroke. Together, the broadening effect and the building of resources are referred as the broaden and build theory of positive emotions. Number five, positivity helps you bounce back from life's challenges. You can build your own resilience levels. Perhaps you've already guessed how, by raising your positivity ratio. Resilience is an inner resource that grows over time. Positive emotions fertilize this growth. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from stressful situations, a fight with your spouse, a delayed flight that may make you late for an important meeting, missing a project deadline, or something more serious like the death of a loved one. In all these instances, you need resilience to bounce back quickly. Without resilience, negativity threatens to put us on a downward path of depression, stress, and so forth. The key to resilience, it turns out, is positivity. Resilient people experience both negative and positive emotions during times of stress, and it's the positive emotions which help them go through on track so quickly. If you only experience negative emotions in response to setbacks, you'll lack resilience to bouncing back. The good news is you can build your resilience by creating more positivity in your life. One study mentioned in the book showed that more positive emotions people experience the more their resilience levels grow over the course of a month. Point seven to 10 will show you how to decrease negativity and increase. Number six, how much is enough? Introducing the positivity ratio. I found that what matters most is your positivity ratio. It's a way to characterize the amount of your heartfelt positivity relative to the amount of your heart-wrenching negativity. Stated form formally, your positivity ratio is your frequency of positivity over any given time span, divided by your frequency of negativity over that same time span. In mathematical terms, the ratio is captured by the simple expression P slash N. A fascinating fact about people's positivity ratios is that they are subject to a tipping point. 
Below a certain ratio, people get pulled into a downward spiral fueled by negativity. Their behavior becomes painfully predictable, even rigid. They feel burdened, at times even lifeless. Yet above this same ratio, people seem to take off, drawn along an upward spiral energized by positivity. Their behavior becomes less predictable and more creative. They grow, they feel uplifted and alive. Just as zero degrees Celsius is a number in thermodynamics, the three to one positivity ratio may well be a magic number in human psychology. The consistency here is extraordinary. For individuals, marriages and business teams flourishing or doing remarkably well comes with positivity ratios above three to one. By contrast, those who don't overcome their depression, couples who fail in their marriages and business teams that are unpopular and unprofitable, each have ratios in the gutter below one to one. The benefits of positivity are like boiling water. They only appear once a certain threshold is reached. Water boils at 100 degrees Celsius. Positivity broadens and builds above a ratio of three to one. Whether it's individuals, marriages, or business teams, flourishing only happens when positivity ratios above three to one. Once a three to one positivity to negativity ratio is reached, the beneficial effects of positivity begin to really show and take on a life of their own. Above that ratio, positivity creates an upward spiral in your life. Everything seems to tick. You're creating momentum and you're on a fast track to greater health, more success, and so on. When your ratio falls one to one, the opposite tends to happen. Negativity creates a downward spiral in your life. You can't seem to catch a break. Nothing works as it should, and you spiral further and farther into negative and all the bad effects that come with it. The average ratio is approximately two to one. The goal of this book, of course, is to help you move your ratio above the threshold. You can accomplish this by decreasing the negativity in and increasing the positivity in your life. The last four points give you strategies to do so. Number seven, dispute negative thinking, decrease negativity. Perhaps the biggest advance in 20th century psychological science was to unlock the ways in which predictable patterns of negative thinking breed negative emotions, so much so that they can even spiral down into pathological states like clinical depression, phobias, and obsessive compulsive disorders. Negative emotions like fear and anger can also spawn negative thinking. This reciprocal dynamic is in fact why downward spirals are so slippery. Negative thoughts and negative emotions feed on each other, and as they do, they pull you down to their abyss. One scientifically tested way to stop this life-draining cycle is to dispute negative thinking. Dispute it in the way a good lawyer would, by examining the facts. Let me go down to my own, about my own downward spiral. What set it off? What negative thoughts and beliefs get triggered? What do these thoughts and beliefs in turn make me feel? How do these thoughts and beliefs compare to reality? What are the facts of my situation? When I take in these facts, truly take them in, or how do I feel? One way to decrease the negativity in your life is to dispute negative thoughts. We all have the skills of disputing, and we use them whenever an external person, our lover or our sibling, falsely accuses us of something. A rival may accuse you, you don't deserve a promotion. You're selfish, lazy, and your coworkers can't stand you. 
In reply, you mention all the reasons he is wrong or she is wrong, that you, that you did get voted as the most popular co-worker last year, the discipline you showed during last month's downturn, and the fact that you're always one of the first people to arrive at the office. That's what you have to do when your negative thoughts come. Recognize them and act like they were uttered by someone else and then dispute them. Simply as it sounds, this method has been proven in multiple studies. Number eight, ditch negative news. Violent entertainment is a booming part of the world economy, yet the downstream psychological costs of viewing violent media have been well studied. Science shows us that as you consume violent media, you increase the odds of becoming more violent yourself in large and in small ways. You are more likely to hurt others, be suspicious of others, and find violence to be an acceptable solution to interpersonal problems. Media violence zaps your empathy and your kindness. Mainstream news is driven by a simple truth. If it bleeds, it leads. Negativity dominates news broadcasts because it grabs our attention, draws us in, and keeps us glued to the television. If you want to decrease your negativity, ditching the news is a quick and easy way to do so. Sean Aker's quote from The Happiness Advantage comes to mind. Studies have shown that the less negative TV we watch, specifically violent media, the happier we are. Number nine, apply your strengths. People who have the opportunity every day to do what they do best to act on their strength are far more likely to flourish. Strengths are highly individualized, varying from person to person. Some strengths define the contributions we're most poised to make it work. Others are psychological and when taken into combination, define the unique impact and contributions you might make in, in life as a whole. Research has shown that learning about your strengths can give you a high. Doing strengths, and your strengths come from doing things you're good at. Applying your strengths makes you feel good. Therefore, a great way to boost your positivity is to figure out your so-called signature strength and then look for ways to apply them more often in your work and life. Finding out your signature strengths is as simple as filling out a survey called VIA, Signature Strengths Questionnaire. Not only will you learn something about yourself, you'll also get a temporary high from it. Number 10, perform acts of kindness. Experience have shown that intentionally boosting your kindness can increase your positivity. But again, there's a caveat about timing. It helps to perform several large acts of kindness on a single day each week, rather than spreading them out over across the week. Rather than feeling routine or commonplace, you should want to keep your new acts of kindness feeling fresh and extraordinary. Creating a regular kindness day seems to be, do just that. The idea is to maintain your typical expressions of kindness on typical days, but choose a particular day to step up to a much higher level. This may be why devoting a day or an afternoon to volunteer work, either once a week or once a month, can yield so much positivity. It may also be why scientific studies show that helping others predicts living longer. This reminds me of a Buddha quote, generosity brings happiness at every stage of your expression. We experience joy in forming the intention to be generous. We experience joy in the actual act of giving something, and we experience joy in remembering the fact that we have given. To get the most bang for your kindness buck, Pick one day a week and commit to either one large act of kindness or multiple little ones. 
Some ideas for smaller acts include bringing your exhausted coworker a cup of coffee, bringing ice cream to your family members, sending a thank you message to someone who made a difference in your life, bringing a small gift when visiting a friend, spending time with people you normally don't spend time with, cleaning the house even though it's not your turn, cooking dinner for your flat mates. The key to making this work is to do something that pulls you out of your routine, something extra special and remarkable. Now that's a wrap on the book summary. Now if you want to be a contributor and volunteer and want to do audio book summaries, email me at info at bestbookbits.com or DM me on Instagram at bestbookbits. Now if you like this summary and want this on PDF, pop your email in the link below and we'll send this straight to you via email. Now to support Best Book Bits, we've done over 600 videos and audio summaries. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell, like, share, and comment. We've also done a book called Success in 50 Steps, the proven formula that works. I've taken over 500 books and condensed them down into one massive personal development book. Now also we do coaching, so if you want to achieve your goals quicker than you can by yourself, you can hire me for coaching as I have a coaching program. We've also put together one our top 150 Best Book Bits summaries, over five volumes, two and a half thousand pages so grab your copy now in the link below and if you're serious about having your best year ever we've done a program called 28 steps to making your best year ever so jump on that course now to improve your year follow us on bestbookbits.com the home of the world's largest free book summary website in video written and audio format follow us on instagram at bestbookbits and if you want us to do a summary email and dm me below follow us on spotify where all our summaries get uploaded first on spotify and then youtube second we run a free book club at facebook so check us out at there and if you want to be updated with the latest book summaries via email and never miss an upload, pop your email in the link below and you'll get emailed weekly with the latest book summaries. You can also support us on Patreon. Check out our top 50 videos on YouTube. Thanks for watching and listening. Hope you got something from this. Go out there. Have an amazing day. Take care. Bye-bye now.